Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, let me take you back to the worst business failure I ever had in my life. Hey guys, Randy Gage here with another episode of the Power Prosperity Podcast. I've flicked on the laptop so I can share it with you guys who are interested in the YouTube channel. Uh, and the title of this episode is Your Greatest Prosperity Gift. But as you can see, I want to start with this failure. I started a, uh, I had started a um, delivery takeout pizzeria uh, with a partner, business partner that I met through a magazine I used to publish. He'd been one of my clients. He had a pizza store up in Sunny Isles. Um, I had been in the restaurant business for most of my life, starting as, of course, a dishwasher and busboy and waiter and working my ways, my way up. Uh, had tried to lease a restaurant once with very poor results. <laughs> we ended up giving it back to the guy who we leased it from. Uh, and then here I was probably around 30 years old and ready to try again. So... This guy and I went in together on a pizzeria in North Miami that had gone out of business. And we didn't, he, his business was struggling a little. My business was struggling a little. We didn't have the money to start this thing, but like a lot of entrepreneurs, we had passion and a dream and a vision of success. So we both went into more debt to finance this thing. Uh, and it was grueling. Uh, we, we, you know, the, he stayed in the store over his original store. I was the one running the new store. Uh, so I would get in there around 11 o'clock in the morning and I would work until 4 a.m. the next day, a little later, because we were actually open till 4 a.m. That was one of our, you know, ways to capture business was everybody else would start closing 10, 11, midnight, and we were open till 4 a.m. And you'd be kind of surprised, I think, how many night auditors at hotels and uh, customer service centers and um, hospitals and uh, police stations and fire stations and things that are open at that late. And we were delivering. Um, so we were actually building and growing the business, but doing so without enough money and uh, so get in a lot of trouble not paying the taxes. So I sent a letter to the IRS because we weren't depositing the withholding tax. Hey, my name's Randy Gage, you know, I've got this deal and, you know, uh, we're in problem here. So I want to work out something with you. Can we, you know, here's a thousand dollar down payment uh, and I would like to set up a payment plan. Please contact me. So I show up for work one day and there's two people waiting outside my store. And as I go up, they introduce themselves. Hi, hi, are you Randy Gay? Yes, uh, hi, I'm agent so-and-so. This is agent so-and-so. We're here from the Internal Revenue Service. We received your letter about your tax liabilities and uh, we've calculated them and um, 
you know, the interest and the payment because they were withholding taxes. Um, there's this, and I think it was like, we need $33,000. Today, or we're gonna padlock your restaurant and auction it off. So I'm like, oh, I think uh, I've left my checkbook at home. <laughs> you know what? Um, so, I mean, I call my lawyer, I call my accountant, I call, you know, Judge Judy, you know, the great, <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> uh, everybody I talk to is like, there's nothing you could do. You know, in the IRS, they have these draconian powers and um, the way they keep people in check is they make examples. And you're a great example because you have this, uh, it was called Mr. Pizza and we had those delivery signs on the roof of the cars. And so those cars would be zipping all around the neighborhood all the time. It was very visual uh, public business. And so they shut us down. It was great for enforcement. Uh, and that's what happened. They seized the restaurant, auctioned it off at the courthouse, and uh, I was so far in debt. I mean, it was, I thought, the end of my life. I, I just, I had been like the first entrepreneur in my family to do something, you know. I was this high school dropout, and I had, you know, my friends and my family thought that I had made it. And now I had this humiliating failure. And I didn't have a car. I had a leased truck for the business, which they impounded. So there I was. I had no car. I didn't own a house. I had a bunch of only credit card debt. No savings. Nothing, I, you know, while they, they allowed me inside to make some phone calls and what I did was clear out the safe and the cash register of the cash I had there and prorated it among the employees I had and gave them and said, sorry, this is what's left. You know, I've divided it up in, you know, proportionately taken. I didn't keep anything for myself because I felt so guilty about all these poor people who lost their jobs. And, you know, vendors, I started calling the vendors, hey, don't bring the new delivery. You know, I had people scheduled for that day. It's like, don't bring it. I don't have money. I can't pay you. It's only going to rot here. They're going to lock up the store. Everything's going to spoil. Um, and it was horrific, right? And I remember borrowing a car because I didn't even have a car and driving up I-95 just crying alone in the car, thinking, how am I going to call my mother and tell her this news? What are my friends going to think? What, what is everybody going to think about me? And it was, it was absolutely the worst business failure of my life. And it took me years to pay off that debt. Um, and here's the thing I want you to understand. That was the greatest prosperity gift I ever received. Because there I was, 30 or 30-something, 30 starting all over. I'm like, what do I do? Where, you know, how do I, I could go get a job as a restaurant manager, but to pay back that money at what I would make in a restaurant, it's going to take me years and years. Um, and... I remember reading an advice column 
uh, one of the old like Dear Abby type of columns and somebody wrote for advice and they said, um, hey, I'm thinking about going back to school, but I'm, you know, I'm middle age and I'm thinking, how old will I be in four years from now when I graduate? And, and the columnist wrote back, hey, how old are you going to be four years from now if you don't go to college? Nothing's going to change about that. Uh, if you really think you want to study something, go and do it. And I thought, wow. And of course, I hadn't graduated. I was expelled from high school. But I went and I took a GED test, the general equivalency. So that allowed me to enroll in a community college. I got a scholarship for this community college to go and take some courses and just try to reassess my life. And at that time, I always dreamed of being a writer and writing books. And I thought, well, what's to stop me now? Let's I'll just write. And so I wrote a short story, submitted it to the a short article, submitted it to the Miami New Times, which is the alternative paper here. And the editor wrote back and said he wanted to buy it. He was going to run it. And that transformed my life. And I started, yeah, I was a freelance writer. And then I had that urge to be back as an entrepreneur again. And I went back into direct selling where I had made some success earlier. And I thought this is the only way I'm going to be able to make a larger amount of money quicker so I can get out of debt. Uh, and I traded in that life of just basically indentured servitude in that restaurant. I mean, it was 90 hours a week, 100 hours a week. Um, I had no life. I had no friends. You couldn't go to dinner with anyone or go to movies with friends. You just work all the time when you're doing that. And if that IRS uh, you know, agency didn't come in and seize that restaurant, I wouldn't be talking to you today. I would be over still at that greasy pizzeria working 16 hour, 17 hour days. And that was really the, the you know, I believe that, you know, the greatest gift for me. And um, the thing I would wanna share with you about all this is, I believe that's true for you, for me, for everybody. The greatest gift that we ever get for manifesting a life of health, happiness, and prosperity is when we face challenge, when we face adversity, when we have to go through friction, when we experience failure. Because that's what causes us to regroup, to rethink, to change our formula. You know, we like to think that the, the successful people, the ultra uber successful people don't have challenges. They just had more challenges than anyone else. And they were willing to persevere through them. Uh, I think it's something Mark Cuban said uh, once, you know, he had a lot of really bad business failures. And then he had a big success. And Mark always likes to say, hey, you only have to be successful once. And in his case, I think it was successful that one time and that was worth about $4 billion for him, for his net worth. Um, and of course, he's gone on to many, many more successes since then. Um, so here's the, 
the thought for the week I'd like you to focus on. If you settle for safe, you settle for mediocrity. And if you settle for mediocrity once, then you start to settle for it twice. And next thing you know, you're living a lifetime of mediocrity. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever friction, whatever challenge, whatever adversity, just know that somewhere on the other side, this could be your greatest gift. So embrace it. All right, go out and have an amazing day. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, Let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.